I was just saying, I know you're looking forward to this episode. Oh, uh, yes, I am. Uh, let me get my notes out. That I, but now, see, I know how to write. I just don't know how to read. You and me both. I mean, we can bullshit and start news and rumors first because I really only have like six items and none of them are on my tablet. So it's been a slow week. It was a slow so, week. Slow, low week. On the wrestling show? everyone this is sleazy this is the fat man so like we were talking about before we actually went on air here um we're going to start off with news and rumors because we're missing a few people here um so let's get right into it so apparently wwe offered jonah aka bronson reed a contract and he said don't know yet just got offered, and apparently AEW offered floppy ankles a contract. That's not apparent. They, they they did that. Well, they well obviously they did it behind the scenes, but they mentioned it on air. So I'm glad for him. That man deserves a contract. Yes, and he was the best part of that match on Dynamite. If you don't know floppy ankles, it is Air Fox. Yeah. Um, if you don't know the old bit from our show. So yeah, Air Fox deserves to be on TV every week. He's that good. Um, yeah. He is everything that Ricochet is. And then some. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, apparently Danielson said that he's going to be becoming a part-timer soon, which he's been saying for years. Six years? Yeah. So I mean- I- since before he left WWE, you know? Yeah. Uh, apparently Andrade is, um, he said goodbye on Twitter to AEW. Don't know what that is about. Are you sure it's goodbye to AEW and not goodbye to the U.S.? Because he got deported because he did a little too much stuff? That's Tony Khan. Oh, no, wait. That's Alberto Del Rio. Yeah. Wrong you, you, fucking match. You got, you got your racist hat going. And also, I said no. That's Tony Khan, but oh, thanks. <laughs> I didn't hear the, that part. Um, this I think is really stupid, and I want to get your t- take on it. Chris Jericho wants pro wrestling to be an Olympic sport. I understand why he said it, but it's still idiotic. Um, yes, I also believe that certain gymnastic events should not be Olympic sports either, but that's beside the point. I, I'm. The fact that chess is an Olympic sport yet says a lot. And I think chess has a better um, chance of becoming an Olympic sport than pro wrestling ever will. So, Oh yeah. 100%. When it's ballet, then we can talk, you know, it just, it, but the adage is it ain't ballet. So right. But ballet would be closer to any other sport than 
pro wrestling would be. I mean, it, it it's nonsensical. It really is. So you're telling me that an AEW guy does something nonsensical. We'll get into that oh. later. Oh, yes. Uh, two things. It's about potential hosting of events. Okay. Um, SummerSlam, which we reported would be in Nashville again, is now looking like it's headed to Detroit. That's not an upgrade. Where are they going to do it? Ford Field? I was thinking Comerica Park, but then again, it's the middle of summer, so baseball season. Okay. So, and they want a stadium, so she'll stadium show, hard for me to say. So I would assume Ford Field. I don't think they go to an arena for that. I think they want a stadium show. Yeah, they've been trying to push stadium shows for, for SummerSlam for a while now. Um, in fact, uh, that... The last two well, years, SummerSlam has been a stadium show. Yeah, and Rumble's been... Now, granted, it's been in baseball parks, but it's still technically stadiums. Yes. So I... I I'm for it. I'm I'm all for it. I'm not going there. Fuck that noise. But I'll, I'm all for my it. My dumbass who went there is debating about going. Oh, Jesus Christ. Because I'm stupid. Somebody's going to come back to finish the job. Uh, that's that's the plan. That's the plan. Since Crown Jewel. Yep. And then lastly, uh, WWE made a verbal commitment that WrestleMania will be held in Nashville when and if their new stadium is built so who's i hate to say this i i I don't know football enough i don't even know if it is football whose arena would that be um tennessee titans okay so we're we're talking a significant size building then right yes it's going to be a football stadium i think it's going to have a retractable roof also unlike a certain ridiculous new stadium up in Buffalo. Oh my God. So don't get me started on that because, okay, you got me started on that. (laughs) Why? There's six feet of fucking snow in the goddamn stadium right now. Why would you ever put a fucking retractable roof on a stadium that where there's fucking snow half the fucking season? So they moved the game from Buffalo to Detroit. I get that. But if, That's the old stadium. They can't really do anything about it now. Okay, fine. But if you're spending billions of dollars, almost a billion dollars in taxpayer money, about 900 million, to not put a roof on that thing is absolutely astronomical. Because guess what? Now you're losing money year round because the Bills still could could potentially lose home games. This is the second time in... Eight years this has happened. So, yes, it's rare, but at the same time, the bills are losing money by doing it. The fans are season ticket holders are losing out on games. Delaware yes. and Garth, who does their food and beverage, lost a shit ton of money. Um, yeah. So you got that, and then the potential of hosting. I don't know. Let's make this wrestling related. A WrestleMania, Summer Slams, Money in the Banks, Royal Rumbles. Final Fours, Super Bowls, concerts year-round, not just in the summer. And the Bills would hold control of those luxury boxes and get revenue from all of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's one of the... You're losing money if you don't put a roof on. And that's why I live in New Jersey now. Who doesn't have a roof on theirs? Okay, cool. 
Yeah, they don't, do they? No, they don't. But hey, at the hey, same no, time, no, no, wait. The... that's New York. No, it's in New Jersey. Yeah, I know it's in New Jersey. But at the same time, they don't get lake effect snow off of two great lakes. So also true. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they've had WrestleMania or two in there. Yes. Um, so I oh, by the way, that's it. Cool. Uh, let me kind of pull a little bit more time while we're at it here. Um, historic crossover also happened. Um, I didn't watch the entire show because yo dog. I heard you like tag team matches. Five and a half fucking hours worth of uh, the same tag team match. Pretty much. There was there was a well, one of the I guess it's the semi-main event was uh six man, including the great Muda and Okada. So cool. Um main event, obviously. Big, big match, Kyrie versus Mayu. Um, watched it this morning because why not? I was not busy doing other things like articles and shit. Um, Is that a jab at me? No, there was not a jab at you. Is that a jab at me? It was definitely a jab at Is you. Is that a jab at me? Yes. In about a week, this is going to be worse. <laughs> yeah. Jesus so Christ. so if, if you're not aware, and I think, Fat Man's referenced it at least once on the show, but just to confirm, uh, Fat Man's wrist is basically useless right now. He might he might as well just fucking break it off at the elbow. Uh, he's going into surgery for it, but uh, that means Sleaze has got to pick up the slack, as always. About time. About time. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, Been 10 okay. years, about time. Yeah, okay. Um, so Who'd you I, ever beat? Who'd I ever beat? <laughs> no. Who'd you ever beat? <laughs> Who are you to doubt El Dandy? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm going to be uh, picking up the raw uh, columns. Um, I don't know who's going to be picking up the rest. I might grab, I might grab SmackDown. I don't know yet. Um, it depends on how my schedule works. Uh, but yeah, check those out. Check out those articles with everything uh, all week long at the wrestling show.com. Um, but yes, uh, back to historic crossover, Kyra saying Mayu, in Japan, 94,000 stars. Did anybody expect anything different? Kyrie goes over in a phenomenal match. That's, um, and I want to say this this is the first time that a New Japan show ended with a women's match at the, at the main event. So it's historic, obviously, name of the show. But in reality, it was probably one of the most emotional matches I've watched in a long time. Um, it gave me goosebumps just in general. And while there were a couple of issues I had with the presentation as a whole, there were a couple issues with refing. And honestly, I have to give a bunch of shit to Kevin Kelly. Uh, the commentary for this match was very, not very good. Um, it's it reminds me of when Kelly, Kevin Kelly first started uh, doing uh, New Japan, where he kind of knew what was going on, but not fully. It was the same deal here. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, Kyrie wins. She gets the belt, cuts this beautiful, wonderful promo in Japanese that the who is it? Ian? Who's who's the commentator with Kevin? I don't even know. Oh, he's like a British guy. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't um, remember. Chris something, I think. Yeah, he was translating for the uh, for Kyrie, but um, when he translates for her, and I assume this is also other things. I know a little bit of Japanese, and I know what he was saying was not one to one what Kyrie was saying. So I don't know what was actually really fully said, but whatever. Um, then Tam Nakano comes out and says, "Guess what, Tokyo Dome, bitch, you're in. You me." So that's going to be a fucking phenomenal match uh, at, at Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, what else do we know about Wrestle Kingdom? We might as well touch on that real quick. It's uh, Will Ospreay versus uh, Kenny Omega for the U.S. title. I know that for sure. Uh, I know, obviously, Okada, Jay White. Um, yes, there is a fucking um, give me goddamn orange. Okay. That's not an orange. That's a beverage. God. Well, it's also mango too. So, so fucking dumb. Did you know the fruit orange was named after the color? No. Okay. Yeah, you're getting no sold. Shocker. Um, wow. You know Zack Saber Jr. versus Ren uh, and Stimpy. Ren. Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> Ren Narita. Ren Narita. I, I don't. N A R I T A. Yeah. Uh, for the um, movie ticket belt. And then we have the four way match for the uh, WGP Junior Heavyweight Championship, which is uh, Ishimura versus Takahashi versus Master Wado versus uh, El Desperado. That fucking show is going to be stacked. Chip, we're talking about New Japan. Not anymore. Fuck you. Since you just came on the show, we're not talking about it anymore. What are you talking about? You all talking about? Uh, uh, we were um, actually just biding time just for you to come on. Oh, thank you. Oh, but, uh, tonight? I guess so. Um, uh, we just did news and rumors. There were six quick things. There were nothing really big important. And he talked about his take on the IWGP women's title match. And we just ran over the uh, Russell Kingdom card as of right now. Yeah. Oh, what is it? I don't even know right now. Oh, the Wrestle Kingdom card? Yeah, I mean, I know I know Osprey, and of course, I'm okay. So out of my mind for that. <laughs> um, Jay White versus Okada. At Os- I knew that. Uh, at this point, Osprey versus Omega, uh, Kyrie versus Tom Nakano. Yep, mm-hmm. uh, Zach Saber Jr. Zach Saber Jr. versus Ren and Stimpy, and then uh. That's sticking. That is absolutely sticking. It's Ren Narat uh, <laughs> for the nice. um for the movie ticket belt, and then the four way match, which is Ishimori Takahashi, El Desperado, and Master Waddle, Wato for the uh, junior heavyweight title. Master Waddle. <laughs> Master <funny>. Waddle. That's, <laughs> that's sleazy. Sleazy is Master Waddle. That is true. Um, it's sh- it's shaping funny. up to be it's shaping up to be a decent card. No, um, I, I'm you don't think it is. No, I said oh. I'm no, I'm like, no, it's gonna be great, is what I'm yeah. gonna yeah. say. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be outstanding. I can't wait. One hundred percent. Um cool, thanks for catching me up. Let's go. Yeah, so um actually we'll uh fuck it. We'll just take a quick break. Um after this, we're gonna go through the amazing four hour show that was AEW full gear. We'll be back after this. Okay, we're back, folks. Um, I have notes. Yes. 
So Chip Sleazy learned how to write. No, I didn't. That's, that's a lie. That's... <laughs> See, I know how to write, but not read. Sleazy knows how to read, but not write. That's why we're perfect together. I know how to do both. Whoa, dude. You chop shit for a living, okay? Ha- ha- hashtag humble, humble brag. <laughs> so simmer down. Anyone watch the pre-show? Yes, I did, actually. It was already four hours. I'm not doing this pre-show, too. I did not watch the pre-show. I didn't realize it was there. It was going to be four hours, just so I wouldn't watch the pre-show. It's AEW. I'm yeah. surprised it only went four hours. Yeah, me and Del were talking about that on Sunday night. <laughs> so tell us about the pre-show. What the fuck happened there? What matches were it? I forget. I don't even know. Let's go to the main card. Cool. Um, the main card. I, Dan Dan Housen, Evil Dan Housen ended up being the uh, other member of that tag match that um that they set up for on Rampage. So they uh-huh. had a surprise. It was the evil Dan Housen. And he ended up getting the pin, I think, against QT Marshall, I believe. Very nice. Very yeah. Nice. yeah. So uh full gear opened with a steel cage match. Uh jungle boy Jack Perry. Okay. Versus Luchasaurus, 18 minutes and 40 seconds. John Catton gave this four stars. I have it listed as Boy versus Dino. Okay. What is this, Toy Story? I, it's Toy Story? Right? <laughs> Sid. Uh, I, don't, I didn't know when they started calling him Jack Perry. Good. Uh, it happened probably a it happened when they are calling him Jungle Boy Jack Perry, like since the beginning. Yeah, absolutely. But they've been kind of leaning away from him. Other than JR, everyone's been calling him Jungle Boy. Actually, I heard an interview recently, Warren, when Christian involved his father in the storyline. That's when he went to Jack Perry or Jungle Boy Jack Perry because he wanted, because his idea for the Jungle Boy thing was he didn't really want to talk and do anything. He just wanted to wrestle and leave it at that. And then when Christian brought up his dad, he had to defend his family's honor. So that's when he went to Jungle Boy Jack Perry. And he's been ferocious and <laughs> since then. He's been awesome. Um, yeah, it's, I liked it. I, I liked the match. Uh, Jack absolutely needed the win here. I gave it three and a half stars. Um, I thought that there were the... the the blood made it nice, but I don't think it really needed it. Um, Luchasaurus being Luchasaurus did fuck up a few things. <laughs> and how long has he been wrestling now? A long time. Exactly. That's weird. Um, I, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I said I, I agree with John. I gave it four stars. I thought it was a great way to open the show with an emotionally charged feud match. Uh, and right kid died. Yeah, I gave it. I gave it three and three quarters. Um, yeah, right kid died definitely. The blood was I don't think needed, and that's kind of what took it away from me giving it a four stars. And but it Jack looked great, and he's going to continue to look good, especially going against Luchasaurus. And it's hard, it's crazy to believe because Luchasaurus has been wrestling a hell of a lot longer than Jack Jungle Boy Jack Perry has. Thirteen years. I looked it up. What did uh, Lucha has or Jack? Lucha. Lucha. How long has Jack been wrestling? Not long. Not that long. <laughs> it was only a couple of years before he made it to AEW. Oh, seriously? Hmm. Okay, let me check. Yo, dog, I heard you like trios matches. I do. 
AEW Trios Championship, Death Triangle versus The Elite, 18 minutes and 40 seconds, the same amount of time as the first match. Ken gave this four and a quarter chip. I thought it was good. Um, it The Bucks didn't have much ring rust. And whenever the, the, the um, Penta and Ray Phoenix go against the Bucks, it's always a thing of beauty. Um, I don't like how they're making it a best of seven. I'll tell you that. Um, yeah, they but, came out of nowhere. Yeah, I was just like, are you fucking serious? But um, great match. Four and a quarter. I agree. Sleazy. Hmm. Let's see here. I do find it odd that they followed a fire match with a fire match. Like two heaters in a row. Triangle versus Omega in the dead spot, LOL. <laughs> yeah, there you go, right there. <laughs> uh, I saw the the writing on it beforehand, the, the promo as like carry on. Oh, yeah. My wayward son. Ha 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 ha. And then Kansas played. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, Holy shit. How much you fucking pay for that? <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. Oh this my much. God. Oh, a this lot, much for it. A fucking yeah. lot is, is the answer. Um, Tony, Tony went to his head. Hey dad, I got a favor to ask. <laughs> Um, some cool bits about the match. Uh, fuck CM Punk chant right at the back. Cole Cabana chat right in the front. Um, it was really good. The the Hurricanrana to the outside was fucking amazing. Holy cow, that was amazing. Um, I gave it four and a half stars. Um, I get why they did the finish, but I still think it. It once again bad wrapping is kind of the normal. Is, that is thing. their thing. Yeah, like, seriously. I can't remember. I can't even remember which fucking bald asshole it was. It had to have been Rick Knox. Yeah, it, Rick Knox a, is terrible. It, it because um, the Bucks were getting doing much better. Well, the thing is, he's looking right at the hammer in Phoenix's hand. What the fuck are you doing? And then he's like, "Oh yeah, I best not see that." Boom. You know, fuck you. Seriously. Otherwise, the match was fucking phenomenal and. I am absolutely concerned for the best of seven because it makes me feel like they're going to run this so far in the ground that you're going to hate it by match five. I was thinking big show versus Randy. Name any best of whatever. That's more than three. That was 125 okay. matches. So <laughs> MVP, MVP versus Matt Hardy by the fourth match. You didn't give a fuck. You really didn't that man. I know you have some feelings. Underrating piece of shit. Me? Yes. Wow. Okay. By only a quarter star. Four and three quarters. But really, for the complaints you had, like the refereeing, and again, there's they did have ring psychology with a finish, only because it fit in with the story of Pac always using the hammer, wanting uh, the Lucha Bros to use it. Ray ends up using it out of spite and hates it. So I love that finish. But again, bad refereeing and really no ring psychology. It was a spot fest. But again, it's death triangle in the elite. Come on. Match of the night in a fucking walk. Um, Spoiler, dude. Um, just an absolutely phenomenal match. Oh, yeah, I'm running the segment. Okay. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> yo, dog, I heard you like women's wrestling. TBS championship. 
Jade Cargill defends against uh, Nyla Rose Jax. Yeah. Uh, eight eight minutes. Ken gave this two and a quarter. What an overrating piece of fucking shit. How much did he? What did he say? Two and a quarter. <laughs> what an overrating piece of shit. I'm sorry, John. It, this is. I gave it one and a quarter. This was boring. This all. It was a boring match with a shitty storyline. At least the right person won. Yeah, I, I I didn't give it one and a quarter. I gave it one. I just I don't understand. I I hate Jay Cargill as it is. I don't know what Brandon sees in her. I don't know how he thinks she's good and all that. But I can't stand her. I think she's green as fuck and doesn't need to be wrestling. And there, you add her with Nyla Rose, and you're just getting a whole forest of green. Um, well, I think mm-hmm. the problem with Jade is the fact is she's getting put in there with people who really can't carry her in a match. She has to kind of carry the match and it's yeah. showing. It was just bad. I mean, the nice Eddie tribute at the beginning was probably the highlight of the match. And that was even before the match even started. So yeah. all I got to say. Right. All right, Sleazy. Can overrating piece of shit. Fat man. Eh. Overrating piece of shit. Chip, overrating piece of shit. Oh, we Three got quarters of a star. Oh, um, wh- first of all, who's the fucking heel in this? Yes, it's supposed to be Nyla Rose because she's Nyla Ooh. Rose. Yeah, fuck you. Supposed okay? to be. Fuck it's supposed to be her, but they're uh, both heels. Yeah, the fucking stare uh, spot. Oh, so bad. fucking ridiculous. Unbelievably terrible. Uh, Jade needs to learn how to take a power slam. Um, she almost killed herself on it. Mm-hmm. Um, Jade, Jade's gear is terrible. Readjust city. Yeah. We'll be shocked if we don't see nips or poon by the end of this match, which we didn't, but by the grace of God, we didn't. <laughs> um, fucking ridiculous match. I, what the fuck were they thinking? Putting this on the main show. I mean, I understand they wanted a dead spot match. After they two got years. it. They, they got fucking it. got it. They, they brought the it. fucking crowd way down. <laughs> yeah, it was not good. Oh, no, um, not at all. Yo, dog, I heard you like multi-man matches. I don't. <laughs> Except this one, four-way match for the ROH World Championship. Chris Jericho defends against Daniel Bryanson versus Sammy Guevara versus Claudio Cesaro Castanoli. 21 minutes and 30 seconds. Ken gave this four and a half stars. Sleazy, come on. Uh, three and a half. Um, everything about it was good except for one person. Jericho. Jericho was absolutely out of his element here. And any spot that featured Jericho seemed slow and just forced and not very good, but when Claudio was in the ring with somebody else, it was great. When Danielson was in the ring, it was great. When Guevara looked awesome. in there, looked like a fucking star. But why why continue with Jericho? I, I don't really understand it. But I was really uh, hoping Guevara would get this one. This was the perfect time to put it on somebody else. Because Agreed. Because didn't need to be involved in the decision. So why keep Jericho on it? I, I don't get it, but... So now we get Jericho versus Tomohiro Ishii on Wednesday. 
Yeah, I'm yeah, okay, whatever. We know that it's gonna be Jericho. They're not gonna give the belt to Ishii. You never know because they did they did give the TV title to on what to say for like a what three weeks, four weeks? Mm. Murder grandpa. Murder grandpa. So I it, it it hasn't been the first time they would have done that, and Ishii would be a decent Ring of Honor champion to do that with. Uh, but I don't think they will. I wanted to love this match. I really, really did. And Jericho's the one that took took me out of it. I, I was really shocked by this. I mean, you you hear the names Chris Jericho, Claudia Castagnoli, Daniel Brian Danielson, and uh, Sammy Guevara. You're thinking match of the night. I mean, I am at least. I'm thinking this is going to be, and I was going into this like this is going to be it. This is going to as good as Death Triangle versus the Elite was, this is going to be the one that steals the show from everybody. And boy, was I fucking wrong. Um, for maybe, I just... <laughs> Jer- 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 Jericho ruined it for me. I-, I mean, don't get me wrong. Jericho looks great for his age. He can still go, but I think it's almost time for him to hang it up. Go to the rock music, go to the touring with Fozzie, do that because you're giving people that used to watch you growing up that used to idolize, not idolize you, but fan, fan fanatic about you. Um, like, why am I even watching this anymore? That's, that's what I was thinking when I was watching it. I'm just like, he just seems to be missing spots that he would normally make. And when you got talent like the three that he was with, that should be a banger. Uh, and banger and a technical match all in one. And it was neither because of Jericho. Yeah. I was disappointed. You, you said the, 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 the one phrase he was good for his age. And I think that's going to be the, 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 the key thing to, to think about with Jericho now is that, yeah, he could probably put a good match together, but when there's better talent in the ring, he looks a lot like younger he, too, a lot younger. It looks like he's a step behind. Mm-hmm. Not that much younger. Claudio's getting up there too. Is he? Don't forget, he was working Shakar in like 2004 or 2005. I'll get the stupid Jarka reference in. Right? Um, Fuck you. Two of the members are from Chikara. Um, You guys are bitching at Jericho over this one match. I'm not bitching. I'm just saying that he was the reason why it wasn't as good. Like chips are like, oh my god, I can't, I, I can't watch Jericho anymore over a match, bro. One match, no. People had, people had bad nights. I mean, I understand yeah, this was a bad night for Jericho. <laughs> yeah, I, I No, 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 no. I, I, I want to walk that back even because I don't think it was the fact that it was a bad night for Jericho. It's just that the other three members of that match were running at all cylinders, and it just made him look like he, he didn't live up to the other three. Okay. I, I, I think I'm just getting a stale with the whole Jericho angle they got going on right now. I think I mean, it's as much as I hate some of AEW's booking, I think having Jericho retain is the right call. Okay. It's over. Him being ROA's champion right now is the, best, is the best thing because he can bring in former Ring of Honor talent. He can face fresh matchups that haven't happened before and he's going to destroy Ring of Honor or whatever. He'll probably lose in a final battle to somebody. 
I'll probably set that up tonight because Final Battle's in like two or three weeks. But I'm not tonight. I'm sorry, Wednesday night. My apologies. <laughs> but it's Chip gave it four stars. I gave it four stars. Chip, Chip pulled the sleazy. Ah, match with shit. Four stars. <laughs> I'm like, I gave it four stars. I thought it was great. I thought it was a great <laughs> match. Like, I really did. And uh, I think the right person died. I think having the ball on Jericho right now is the best. We'll, we'll see where it goes. Um, final battle, probably the perfect time for him to lose it because it just makes sense if you're only going to have a couple ROH-centric shows a year for having the big one lose the title. I think it makes sense. Do you but, think they're still really truly shopping around? Yes. Their TV deal? Either that or they have one and they're going to announce it a final battle. Okay, that, that makes sense. Well, it would be a new year, new season, I guess. Mm-hmm. All right. Yo, dog, I heard you like women's matches. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD versus Soraya. 12 minutes and 30 seconds. Kent gave us three stars. I'm going to go first. It was an okay match for a house show. Um, the last five minutes of the match were just repeating spots that they did the five minutes before. So that's problem one. Soraya's missed five years in the ring and it showed. So you can't really mark it off against her, but it just, it wasn't great. And to be honest, the wrong kid died. The better story would be for Britt Breaker to win that match. But they went the obvious route. Obvious booking is obvious, yes, but I think they actually dropped the ball with this. I think the better story would be for Soraya to not have the confidence after five years and then slowly build her way up and not just win a match and then probably have a title shot against Jamie Hayter. Oops, spoiler on that one too. But anyway, yeah. it's. I think that's what's going to happen and I think it's wrong. They, they're wasting months of great storytelling for a quick TV program. Um, yeah, you could, you could definitely tell Soraya has been gone for five years. I didn't realize it in five years. Um, I, the, I think the end was better than the beginning, but I still think it was a great match. Um, I don't even think Britt looked that good in this. No, she got, she, Soraya held her down. Yeah, I give it three and a quarter. Do we even fucking watch the same match again? Jesus Christ. Okay. First of all, it was the duel between which uh, Departy member got more pussy. Um, It was the dentist versus AEW's resident catchphrase. Swerve's house, Rampage, whatever. Crowd was dead through most of it. They didn't give a shit about this match. Um. I can't believe I'm saying this, but Britt was 100% carrying the entire match. Um, the last half of the match, you you had already referenced it. They basically did the same spots over again. The first stomp that they did, fucking ridiculously bad. Because Soraya didn't even know where she should should be for She was it. up too high. And the She's second way up one too was, high. Second one wasn't even that much better. Yeah. Um, Soraya was just sloppy uh, throughout it. Didn't we already do this with Punk? Seriously, mm-hmm. um, the sunset powerbomb spot. Terrible. Terrible. Are you fucking kidding me? Seriously. Woof. One star. You all are fucking 
overrating pieces of shit 100 this did not deserve any type of fanfare um and actually fat man you're 100 right uh looking back on this it, obvious booking is obvious we know that but the better story would have been Britt baker to beat her and especially when you have a shit match like this it kind of proves that point doesn't it so yeah Yo, dog, I heard you like multi-man matches. Big, mighty, man, slapping meat. Threw a match for the TNT championship. We're low defense against Samoa Joe and Powerhouse Hobbs. Nine minutes and five seconds. Kent gave us three and a quarter. I liked it. It was a three-star match. Joe winning was shocking, but you knew that the belt was coming off of Wardlow because of the main event. I thought it Wait, what? Because of the main event. You don't think they're going to run Wardlow MJF? You're no. a fool if they don't. Not right off the bat, no. Not right off the bat, but they're going to—they're definitely going to do it. What I thought was going to happen. two months. What I thought was happened is the opposite. Wardlow pins Hobbs. Wardlow faces Joe, title for title at final battle, which they could theoretically still do. Joe puts up both titles, but I just thought it'd be title for title, a final battle. Honestly, I think we've, you, me, and what actually happened were the three options. I thought Hobbs was going to pin Joe for the title because it was a good way to get it off of Wardlow without tarnishing him. But obviously I was wrong on that one too. So, yeah. But yeah, it was a three-star match. Um, my favorite part was um, on commentary. I don't even think they were they tagged long enough for a T-shirt. He's not wrong. Ward, Ward He's not wrong. Yeah, and we'll get to that later too. Yeah, Joe winning was a shock, but that's pretty much it. I gave it two and three quarters, slightly above average match. Surprise, Joe won. All right, check. And I gave it an okay for the house show. Um, just yeah. The Joe was a surprise. I mean, he weasels his way in and did it like he like like a heel does. But I definitely would have thought that it would have been Powerhouse Hobbs getting pinned. Yo, dog! I heard you like tag team matches. Where is Ryan? <laughs> what a fucking piece of shit Canadian! All of a sudden, this is now a no count on no disqualification match. Sting and Darby Allen versus Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. 11 minutes, can't give this three stars. I'm going to go first. One overrated piece of shit. What the fuck was this? It was the most bipolar match I think I've seen. They were fighting all throughout the arena, and then they go to a traditional tag matches where they have count outs in a no count out, no disqualification match. And then they start all start brawling again, and again, I think the wrong kids died. The heel should have went over in this match. I one star because it was so f- unbelievably bipolar and the booking was terrible. Uh yeah, I expected more. I expected more, especially with between Jarrett and Sting. And I didn't get it. And it was I have ADD and it was too all over the place for me. Oh, wait, sorry, sorry, sorry to interrupt you. I made a note. All the stings coming out during the entrances confused Tony Schiavone. 
<laughs> he thought they were all the real Sting. 25 years later, he still doesn't know what Sting looks like. So, Tony Schiavone was, he, he was full of it Saturday night. <laughs> um, I just, I, 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 I don't know what they're trying to do. I mean, it, this is just another way of AEW putting, just getting people on a card. And that's all this was. I mean, when are we splitting up Sting and Darby Allen? It was good at first, but I think it's got to happen. To run his course. A while ago. Darby and his dad will always be together. Yeah, because they can't do the son versus father thing because of the whole WWE thing with Dominic and Ray. So I guess, yeah, I guess we're stuck with it. I've got a number for you guys. Seven. 118. It's always seven. I guess it's 42. What do you mean 118? Shit. <laughs> I was going to be all so serious about this. It's a combined age of Jeff Jarrett and Sting. No. Jeff Jarrett's 55 years old. Sting's 63. Why are Jesus. we fucking doing this in the year of our Lord 2022? Seven. I'm still going with 42. That might be the age. He just of- loves Kevin Spacey. Just let him be. Uh, <laughs> this is this match was terrible once again. Um the only thing that you could say about this is that it woke up the crowd a little bit, especially when they went out and fought in the the in the crowd because in the crowd. If you're trying to nap and people are fighting around you, it's kind of hard. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of pissy, right? Yeah, fucking, fucking asshole. To this. <laughs> I'm um, trying to sleep. I paid a hundred dollars for a ticket. I'm still trying to sleep. Just way too much fucking Gaga. Um, star and a half. Yeah. Ooh. There you go. Merry Christmas. We didn't get to Thanksgiving yet. Shit. Right? <laughs> Yo, dog, I heard you like women's matches. This one was surprising to me. AEW interim, interim women's championship. Tony Storm defends against Jamie Hader. 15 minutes. Can't give this three and a half stars. I haven't said it. So he's the other one wrestling enthusiast. Thank you. Uh, I'll at least respond to it this time because it, it was far and away the best match, the women's match of the, of the show. Still wasn't great. I gave it two and a quarter stars. Um, it it kind of started slow. Um, I noticed, and and forgive me, I don't watch the product. Um, but asshole, right? At least uh, he said it. Yeah. <laughs> um, have you noticed that Storm lost a lot of, but, but not fat. just weight, but just curves, muscle mass. Yeah, she, she she was like that when she debuted in AEW, though. No, she still had a NAS on her, because that was kind of the point, if you know what I mean. <laughs> no, you didn't watch the product. She was kind of like that when she started, because I noticed it right when she came out. I was just like, she lost weight. Okay. Um, she doing cocaine with uh, um, Con. <laughs> I yeah. said, I said, I said her husband, but I mean. Cody, Tony kind of works. That's how you. That's how you get that name, Juice. <laughs> Who's her husband? Juice Robinson. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, rock hard, rock hard, hard rock, rock hard. Um, it all picked up. Um, the Gaga was kind of interesting. I actually, once again, who's the fucking heel in this match? It's supposed to be Jamie Hader. Yeah, yeah right. Hader. Well, they the, fit the shit out. Well, of because the they. AW did something stupid. Oh, wow. She was a shock. Yeah. So they built her up 
The fans are loving her. She does like a face turn for a week and then goes back with Britt Baker. Right. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, the fans are Britt Baker turned on her or, or stopped from getting in title or something. Yeah. Right. At I think all out in that four way. All out. Mm-hmm. So then the fans are still cheering her, even though she's a heel. So they pull the trigger on her while she's still a heel and getting pull- help from two other people. Yeah. Yeah. That's it, yeah. This is, this is a prime example of I'm glad she won it, but the booking decision behind it is what? Um, yeah. Two and a quarter. It wasn't, it wasn't terrible like the other two matches, but it wasn't great. I gave it three and a quarter. Um, uh, maybe an overrated piece of shit. I don't care. Uh, it started out slow. Stand by your rating. Stand by. <laughs> um, it, it it was. It started out slow. It got really good. Um, I do think the right person went over. Believe it or not, and I like the fact that they used both Revy and um, uh, Britt Baker. I I just I, I like it. It it, it confirms that. Jamie Hader is a heel, um, and Tony Storm will get the, or, or it's going to get her title back, I believe. It's a 50-50 booking. It's an interim title. It's not even a real title. That's true, but but because they're about to strip. Hold the, the phone on that shit right there. I've been saying that for months, and I'm the one getting shit on for it, including by the guy who just fucking said it. Mm-hmm. So fuck you. Interim titles are stupid. No, they're great. No, they're fucking dumb. They're absolutely great. They're fucking re- I love them. Ridiculous. It means that Jamie Hayter is, in theory, a women's champion now. It's just like the WWE scramble matches. Brian Kendrick's a WWE champion, but he's not. But he is. But he's not. Officially recognizes. Officially recognized he's not. So neither is Jamie Hayter officially recognized as a champion. She's con- Um. I would have to, honestly, legitimately, I would have to check what they looked like, what it looked like when, well, that doesn't really work because Mox was all, he became the champion, so it didn't matter. But the interim champions, I think, still have a lineage. Then why not just call them the women's champion? Lawyered. Anyway, um, I gave this three stars. I thought it was good. However, how much shit was Tony Storm going to kick out of? A lot. <laughs> I know, right? Fucking like, lot. she kicked out of like haters any finishing move like twice, yep. and then mm-hmm. like all her transitional shit with the transition move, like every big move and interference. She got, she got, she kicked out of two bell shots to the head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> two a bell shot fin- followed by a finisher. Yeah, spell shot followed by a finisher, and then another finisher, and then a belt shot and something else. And then she finally took her three finishers and two bell shots. Yeah. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, that, that one got a little over exaggerated. But um, I was surprised that Jamie Heater won. But would not. Yes. I didn't think they were going to put on Jamie Hater. I thought they were going to keep Tony Storm. So are we calling her a transitional interim? What I thought was going to be a transitional Tony- interim champion. Tony Storm. <laughs> I thought Tony Storm was going to beat Thunder Rosa, Thunder Rosa out of AEW, and then, then that's when Hater was going to win. I, like I didn't think they were going to actually make this match, and then I didn't think Hater was actually going to win it. 
So, but I was gonna sneeze there. Sorry. Sneezy's <laughs> allergic to the bullshit. Yeah, the bullshit you're spewing. Um, well, I am a Taurus, so that that tracks. <laughs> Yo, dog! I heard you like tag team matches. Where the fuck is Ryan? AEW Tag Team Championship, the Acclaim versus Ruben on Glory. Night team. Can't read it. Sorry, my no, roommate my just... My paper is scissoring. No, my, oh, okay. My... I was like, what are you doing? No, my roommate was just laughing his ass up out of nowhere. Uh, 14, 19 minutes and 40 seconds. Can gave this two and a half. All right. Go ahead. Scissor me, sleazy ass. <laughs> I, I, at this point in the show, I really didn't care. Uh, yeah, I agree. I totally forgot to see it on the fucking card. Okay. Keith Lee doesn't care about Swerve anymore. Swerve wants to break fingers because they, they like scissoring. Because he thinks he's butch. Okay, cool. Whatever. <laughs> Finally, they broke up that team. Keith can leave and go back to WWE, I guess. I don't know. That's my guess. I can hope. Um, if only because Mia's there and they can be on the room together. That's the only reason why I say that. Um, it has nothing to do with whether or not he's a good worker or not, which I, I think... Put him on SmackDown. Just, just put him on SmackDown. Honestly, at this They're, point... They, they wouldn't do that. They, they, they'll keep couples together. Yeah, it's, it's not like Vince. Vince is old. No. You know, we're going to split up the couples because then they have more roof. That shit's good for business. Yeah. Boy. Um, yeah, it was two and a half stars. I, I, I could care less about this match. I, no, I couldn't care less. Excuse me. I, I was just glad that Keith Lee finally left Swords ass. Whatever. Whatever at this point. That's all I can say. I gave it three. I thought it was a good match. It had good psychology. It made sense storyline wise. Not as good as their past matches. That's really it. I, I really thought that, believe it or not, I thought Swerve and um, Lee were going to go over at first because of the injury to Bowen's shoulder. Because it seems to be a lot more worse than they're putting on. It might be, but if Lee is on his way out of the company, there's zero chance they're going to Well, happen. that's true. I mean, I didn't look at it that way. So if, if he can hang on for at least one more match great although once again they're happy to have them just sit there on the sidelines and have interim tag matches well mm-hmm. also at the same time you've had ftr doing absolutely nothing for the whole why well, so, uh, can we address that real quick why sure. is that happening why, why why are they not doing anything with them they hold every freaking title so possible right now my, i'm gonna try to make a rational even though i don't think it's the real reason I think because they are holding the AAA and the New Japan title, they're booked when AEW is booked, but that doesn't make any sense because AEW runs on Wednesdays. Absolutely not, because so unless, they haven't done anything in, in JPW except for the match against Aussie Open. And now they're going to be at um, Wrestle Kingdom. Right. I think they're supposed well, to be at Wrestle Kingdom. They're supposed to be. The winner of World Tag League gets a title shot at Wrestle Kingdom. I've got World Tag. Okay. Well, now they're so being they ha- utilized so they by to. NJPW. But now they're being utilized. But they weren't yeah. being utilized the whole time. When It's pretty bad when Dax goes on the mic in England and says, hey, yo, Tony, we still work for you. Book us. Yep. He did say that. I mean. I was just like, what the hell? You got that- the best tag team in the world 
and they, 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 it's evident because they have three federations belts, and you ain't doing shit with them. And it's okay. not like your it's not like your tag team division is that freaking great that you can't have FTR there. Maybe like now I, the Bucks are back. Maybe now they will. Well, the Bucks are giving those trios matches, but like I said before in my articles, you're the you have FTR and you're not using them. The only reason they were even on the shows is they did like a run in and then just stood there. Like mm-hmm. I'm trying to rationalize Tony Khan's thinking on it. That's my that's me being oh he's they're booked out. But again, no company runs Wednesdays unless nope. it's New Japan. But nope, that's Friday maybe, night. And that's strong. It's on Fridays. Maybe the travel or something would cause him to get some. Okay, days I, th- off. I think we're reaching I'm, for some straws here. Yeah, I'm that I'm reaching because I don't think that's true. <laughs> I'm just trying to rationalize. It. I got you. Yep. Okay, so here here's a couple of possibilities. Number one. And it's unlikely this is happening because it's just the tag titles, but it's possible that because they are the IWGP uh, tag champs that um, New Japan has some sort of relationship with everybody else that, hey, you need to book them the way we want them booked, which is win every match while they're our champions. Well, that's not true. They lost to Swerve Our Glory. Exactly, that, which kind of kills that. And and once again, like I said, they're just tag titles. It doesn't matter. If it was the, the actual IWGP World Championship, that would be a whole nother situation. The option two is that they are still fucking in a deep pit of heat because they were friends with Punk. Don't forget. No, they were, they were getting booked even before the Punk, punk Bank. Right. Well, so... So I, I don't buy that either. That That's another option, though. But I'm, I'm just bringing up possibilities right. of why right. they're doing this. Right. Is there any possibility they go back to WWE? No. Zero chance of that. I mean, I wouldn't advise it because right now they're they're so hot over in Japan. But I don't know. It's just I. I yeah, I wouldn't. As much as I would love to see them in WWE, I think them being in an AEW or on an impact or, you know, in on the indie scene is going to be way better for them than WWE would be. I think they're making more money going back and forth. And they might be. So I, that's great for them, but if they're not getting booked, you know, and once again, and I'm going to, I'm going to say this, another reason possibly is, are they ring of honor? Employees or are they AEW employees? That's a good question. Because if they're Ring of Honor employees, then it is old, Tony yeah. Khan specifically saying, "No, don't don't bother." If they're Which AEW is... employees, then it's even weirder. So there was a bit of news that I, I think came out last week, but I didn't report on it. Was that Tony Khan wanted FTR versus the Briscoes three, or is it four? Whatever. <laughs> Third one, because they had one. Third one, they wanted it on a dynamite, and the FTR went, "We're not having that match on dynamite. That is a pay per view match that people need to pay to see. You're losing money putting it on dynamite." Mm-hmm. I, God damn it! Where are the Briscoes now, anyways? Apparently, they signed Ring of Honor contracts, so there'll be a final battle then. Apparently, yeah. well, 
God damn it. You know, this is why they need a weekly Ring of Honor show. Of course. Get oh, rid of Rampage. Get rid of Rampage and turn your Friday night show into a Ring of Honor show. That makes too much sense. I'm going to say this. They don't need Dark Elevation. Get rid of Dark Elevation. No, they don't need Dark. They don't need Elevation. They don't need Rampage. They don't need any of it. Yeah, I'm with with Batman. Put it on. No, I would put it in place of Rampage and put Rampage on YouTube. Yeah. It's It's only an hour. I'm not against that. I, I I do I do believe that they need a second show because it, their roster is so fucking bloated it's a, like a dead whale on the fucking beach, but <laughs> it's it, but the the reality is that at, at this stage of the game they need a weekly Ring of Honor show because they've got so many talent so mm-hmm. much talent just sitting there doing nothing. FTR is just one of many many talent just sitting. and they keep bringing in people. Ar Fox wrestled the other day. Yeah, yeah, we I, talked about Air Fox. And by yeah. the way, AR Fox deserves a contract. 100 percent Yeah. Like where's he, he been? I haven't even heard of him in years. Um, he's been uh so he has a training school down in Atlanta that he oh. got the keys to about so five years ago. He's been okay. pretty much full time ever since and taking any bookings. Um, huh. I don't know if he's still doing that or if he handed it off when he took this contract but yeah yeah he, he's been doing a lot in terms of gotcha so remember, we talked about him for the longest time on the show and all of a sudden we didn't talk about him anymore <laughs> legitimately fox is a great dude yes uh, we we, mm-hmm. we joke a lot about his other yeah. things mm-hmm. but i'm you know fox is one of those guys that i always felt like really loved wrestling for the sake of wrestling you know, God, and- the match. I can still remember the match. If I, oh God, I wish I had the DVD of it. Kim versus Colin Delaney was off the fucking chain in 2CW. Yeah. It was amazing. And I think it was Delaney almost killed Fox with like a tombstone off the fucking top rope. Yep. Onto the floor. <laughs> it was ridiculous. It was. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. It was <laughs> insane. The shit they did for that match, and it ended up being a draw. It was like a half-hour time limit or something like that. Yeah, yeah. they did. Mm. They did multiple half-hour time limit draws, and then the last match of the two of them, they did a uh, what was it? Double knockout. It, it ended up remember. being. It, it ended up being so that the trios of the match were all draws. It was fuck fucking ridiculously awesome. Mm. Every single one was great. Um, but yeah, the the point being is that Fox loves wrestling and fox and i when you know when moose booked him i was the guy that went and got him because we'd always sit and shoot the shit in the car coming back down every time and it was always about wrestling it was always you know the nuances about this that and the other thing and i learned so much from him and we always joked about a lot of things and and that man just deserves every fucking contract that ever gets thrown at him legitimately oh so Okay, yeah. you done Whittle's Peak? All right. Fuck you. <clears throat> Main event. AEW World Championship. John Moxley defends against MJF. 23 minutes and 15 seconds. Canton gave us three and three quarters. Three and three quarters, huh? I'm going to have to actually listen to what you all say on this. I fell asleep and didn't. I woke <laughs> I up. Didn't, and it was, 
I woke up, it was over. And I haven't had a chance to go back and watch it. So please let me know. You how know was what it? happened? Yes and no. Dell told me I need to go back and watch it. So I still haven't okay. had a chance well, to. Well, I'm going to spoil it for you. Go ahead. Do it. The I'm nonsensical not booking of MJF fucking continues. The buildup is at All Out, he comes back with the firm. The firm helped him win the ladder match. And then, for some reason, William Regal convinces him to... I, I don't know. Like, So, one week, William Regal's like, you have a lot to learn, blah, blah, blah. Another week, William Regal's like, hit me from behind with a diamond ring, and then MJF doesn't, and William Regal's like, I'm disappointed. It's like, you want him to win the match clean, but you want him to sucker punch people? Okay, cool. And then he fires the firm, gets his ass kicked by the firm, and the firm's nowhere to be found on the show at all. Well, I mean, I, so, I've been watching the front of time. So, I understand cool. all that. I'm, I'm, just... I'm, I'm, I'm getting okay. to it. And then the match ends with MJF bringing out the diamond ring. William Regal goes, you better not use it. MJF throws it, but Regal gives him the brass knucks and he hits Moxley and wins. So the Regal turn happened that I thought should have happened. Good. Where's the Where, logic? Whoa, in whoa, 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 whoa. What do you mean Regal turn? Oh, did you say Regal threw the knuckles to so Regal's Moxley? face? I mean, no, I was, uh, that's what he said. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He, I thought he threw the uh, knuckles to MJF. I'm sorry. He did. He did. That's the thing. That's the entire point of what Fat Man's trying to get at. Is that It makes no it sense. It makes zero sense in the, the course of the actual fucking show. Or the, you're right. Yeah. But oh, the storyline. It makes zero sense. You're right. In, but I did. It makes zero sense, but it was expected. Yeah. Because it's I, AEW. I expected it to happen. Like, I legit expected it to happen. And I'm just like, but I was still like, why are you doing this? Why fire the firm if you're going to, who are a group of people, if you're going to have one guy interfere with you on behalf? It makes no sense. I I don't understand it. The angle was that I needed to win clean. To win clean so I could, you know, show up. William Regal that I was the better man. Yeah. And now William Regal's helping him win. And that's just always breaking up the Blackpool Combat Club as they're releasing a fucking shirt. You idiots. Yeah, there's that too. Um, it was an okay match for the house show. Ooh. It's one of those things where it probably was better than what I'm giving it, but the booking pushed it down to where it's like. I can't give, I can't justify giving it a higher rating because you fucked up the booking, which I expected them to. Like, <laughs> I, the whole, ever since MJF came back, it's MJF is bipolar, a depressed man who, who hates himself, which isn't MJF. And then in the last two weeks, he's now an overconfident person who doesn't want any excuses, doesn't want the firm to beat up Moxley because he wants Moxley at 100%. So he gets Moxley 100%, he cheats to win, which is something you actually would expect MGF to do, but it makes zero sense with the story of what you were trying to tell. I- it not only not doesn't make sense with the story you're trying to tell, if MJF was going to cheat, he would have done it on his own. 
Why yes. did you need William Regal's help? He literally had the ring in his hand. Yes. Could have done it himself. Why the fuck? Yes. Fucking yes. Um, you could have done it. They did it for the swerve, bro. Really? And, and it, that's what fucking kills me here. Because the, the match wasn't bad. The the pile driver spots were great. Um, two ref bumps, though, seriously? That was dumb. It was dumb. Um, the second one was absolutely stupid because yeah. you can tell Moxley was waiting for the referee to get in position so he can do the ref bump. Yeah. It um, was as clear as day it was going to happen. Regal turning on Mox was ridiculous. I, I do love the uh, 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 tip of the cap to uh, the the most dominant person that uses the figure eight. Hmm. No? Okay, cool. Um, oh, by the way, Moxie had his shoulders down for like 10 seconds. That oh, yeah, was, absolutely. That was a pin. Bad, bad refereeing on that part, too. Come on, this is... AEW, yeah. Oh, look, bad refereeing once again. What the fuck is going on with... Yeah, you know this. Um, MJF deserved it, but what the fuck was the finish? Um, I gave it three stars despite the finish. Um, so I can now officially say a world champion's been up my asshole. <laughs> uh, see, I the problem is I couldn't Does find it... a good bit to finish but... it. Am I world champion by ass to mouth? Um, Yes. My proxy of Aston Mouth? Yes. Yes, you are. So you might be world, uh, you might be a Hall of Famer, but I'm a fucking world champion. That's okay. You'll never be in a Hall of Fame. But here's the thing. He does MJF 100 percent deserves to be in the position he's in. I love you, Chip. The pro- <laughs> I love I you, didn't even Chip. see him. I didn't see him, but the problem is they went about it in such a as backwards way where if you would just had MJF BMJF this would have worked this would have worked and people are going to be like well he's getting cheered so it worked no it didn't he's a fucking heel and yes I know AW is the alternative but you need heels and you need faces that's why you can barely draw a million people a week and you're flatlined there you can't you're flatted. You can't, you're not raising your fucking product. You're not gaining viewers because you don't have clear, clear heels or faces and your storylines don't make any fucking sense. Yes. You have great wrestling matches and that's honestly has been proven. Not what really draws. Here's my, here's as my part absolute, of it. Here's my absolute retort to that. And I'm very simple retort. Does it matter if they draw more? I think we've had this discussion before, and I say yes, it does. No, it doesn't. Tony Khan's a billionaire. He could just start. No, Tony Khan's dad's a billionaire. Yeah, okay. Sad Khan. Well, when, when the, well, when the money dries up, so or when, or when Warner Brothers is all like, "We're good, we're good. We don't need a, a TV deal anymore." Yeah. It doesn't matter. The, the reality is they they have enough people watching, watching their show. Yes. That they're never going to lose that. Well, I wouldn't say never. But if they stick with the amount, about a million people watching the show, they're never going to lose that deal. It might go down. It might not be as profitable in the longer run, but they will never lose that deal. 
if they start losing you if i if i'm warner brothers this is me and not just because i don't i'm not a huge fan of AEW. you know again there's so many talented people there but if i'm seeing that you are your highest numbers are barely breaking a million and some weeks you don't good you gotta look at the competition what's going on but and if you're not gaining viewers there's a problem that's me that's a that is a that is that's a 1990s that's a 1990s thinking yeah it's also a shareholder problem too and AEW is not a public company but warner well they're not owned by that's right i keep forgetting they're not owned by warner so it doesn't matter um again that can ruin their tv deal not take them out of business but again, I just think you got to do something. That's me. Again, this could have 100% worked if MJF was just being MJF. Yeah, well, we'll see what he has to say tomorrow on um, Dynamite. It would probably or, be something Or if you're stupid. watching listening Saturday, what happened on Wednesday on Dynamite. It would probably be nonsensical because Makes that's sense. been the whole thing since September. So I just I just want to touch on this because I think it's I think it's kind of important because I think one of the key things that you're trying to to put over is the fact that they're only doing a million views. Their top three shows after TNT or on TNT that are or not TNT TBS are making less than six hundred fifty thousand. So it's are they live shows? They're not. In fact, they're reruns. So, the, yeah. So it, that wait, that can't be. They're well, they're regular free- shows. Yeah. Okay. And, okay. Because I'm gonna say like they're sports, so that can't be right. Okay. Yeah, so but he's on like big band. He's different. on like big band theory. And friends reruns and, and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. I, I, and I, I, two and a half again. Yeah. And wrestling is a cheap way, cheap produced way to get views, and I understand that. And I know they're happy with it. I'm just saying if they want to be legit competition to WWE because they think they clearly are when they're not, they need to grow. And by not growing, it's almost like they're doing a disservice to themselves. You know what I mean? That That's me. That's are they my an alternative thinking. or are they a competition? I think they're alternative. an alternative. Here's the thing. We think they're an alternative. They think they're competition. I agree. That's too. That's two different mindsets. Mm-hmm. Well, they say one thing, but they think the other. Yeah. So I. What's the definition of insanity? You uh, do something would, over and over again, okay, and expect without, the same outcome, expecting outcome. a different outcome. Yo, dog! I heard you like MJF as world champion, though. I really do. It's I, just. It's just. Oh, by the way, and I know, we bitching a plane about how the show is for. To me. This didn't feel like a four-hour show. I breathed through this show. Really? Yes. I, there was a point. I was shocked. Really? Normally, I got to get up, walk around, or like cut it in half. So I had my buddy Tom over to watch the 1 o'clock football game Sunday. We were both falling asleep because we're mm-hmm. old. He laughed, and I'm like, let me start full gear. I got a whole Monday thing I got to go. I got to do. I got to do PT. I got to do all this stuff. So let me finish it Monday. Turns out I started the show, finished it, and I'm like, huh, what time is it? Like 11? It was like 9 o'clock. I was like, 
Huh. To me, I I just I did not get up the, the chair. The the part that got me for it being really long was the Sting and Darby Allen match. By the time that came around, and I was just like, this is taking forever. Honestly, I think once the tag match hit, I felt a little like, oh god. But then I'm like, oh, there's only two matches left. So okay, but like I blew through it. Like I that was the first AEW show probably since the first double or nothing where I sat through and I was all like, I didn't feel the length of it. That's what she said. Uh I mean, she, she did say that before. I, honestly, for me, there were some definite high points of the show and there were definite, definite low points. So I, I think honestly, because of the fact that it was up and down, it kept me invested throughout most of it. I think I really started losing it when the acclaim came out. I'm not really a huge fan of the acclaimed. Um, they every once favorite. in a while they'll have some banger matches, but as a whole, I don't. I no, I agree. I'm the same way. Whatever. All Anthony Bones likes to do is scream. That's yeah. all he likes to do. He is the Billy Gunn of the group. Truth. He is. The mm-hmm. So. Road Dogs, the Shawn Michaels? Is he? They weren't a team of Genetti's. Well, who's in WWE making millions of dollars sitting on their butt and who still has to work? Haha. He's a closer friend to Triple H than Billy was, I guess. There you go. Sucks being a brown noser. Shippy. Put yourself over, please. Alrighty, you can find me in Fat Man on the Best Darn Sports Show, period two. We record tomorrow night at 9 p.m. live on Twitch. I will be on location. And, oh, and Facebook Live. And I think G wants to do a pop-up show tonight. Does he? Yeah. It's about, it's about golf. It's about golf, and I, I wanted to get World Cup wiggled, wiggled in there, too, because it's been insane. Oh my God. I the only World Cup match I didn't see was the one that started at 5 a.m. this morning. I was up at 4 a.m. watching because I was sleep because I was sleeping. So I've seen every single uh, match in the World Cup, but the, the Saudi Argentina and, match. And the best one was the Saudi Argentina match, <laughs> of course. So we'll talk about it later. Anyways, uh, you can find me on Twitter at TWS underscore M A A A R K. That's four A's. RK, I went back to the name after the 10th anniversary. I actually updated uh, the uh, script after Friday. Mm-hmm. We technically hadn't announced it uh, to people. Till Saturday. Yeah, until Saturday. But yeah, he's he's back being a Mark. That's what I am. Love you so much. He's a Mark. He's, our, he's, our, he's our favorite Mark. Right. Hey, I'll take it. Fuck you for not coming on the show. Um, You can tell him to go fuck himself on Reddit at r slash the wrestling show or on his TikTok at uh, Ryan Buck Gotch. Um, Dietz wasn't on the show. I know he wanted to be. um, Uh, He he messaged us about 10 minutes ago or 15 minutes ago. He got out of work late. Um, We'll we'll try and grab his thoughts real quick. Probably next show. Um, I'm at TWS Sleazy. TWS Fabad. And of course, we are at Sleazy Fatman on. Oh God, I'm going to try and do this without looking. Absolutely not. <laughs> no, 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 no. I Come on, say it. 
Do it. I'm at GWS Sleazy. He's GWS Fat Man. We're Sleazy Fat Man on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Please go on over there. Give us a like. Please, God, do it for us. Do it for the children. Um, videos you can find at twitch.tv slash sleazeandfatman, youtube.com slash sleazeandfatman, and premium fit videos. We're going to probably not just do them on onlyfans.com slash the wrestling show, but we're going to talk about that a little bit later. Uh, you can find all sorts of content at thewrestlingshow.com, including articles, merch, a ton of other cool stuff. Um, you can get this podcast every Saturday morning, 8 a.m., wherever you get your podcasts, including Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Podbean. Don't hesitate to rate us on your favorite platform. It really does help us out. We are going to launch tentatively, and I'm saying this now, I don't know why, because we haven't really talked about it all that much, but we're tentatively going to launch our Patreon. A Patron! January 1st, 2023. And we'll have some special content. We've already taped some. We're going to tape some more. Um, Which, Chip, I want to talk to you about. Yes. Um, So there's going to be a lot of cool content. There's going to be special content uh, for uh, the Patreon. So if you want to enjoy some extra content from us and you want to support us in that realm, please do so. Um, But that's pretty much it. So with thanks to Chip, Fuck you to Ryan. And as always, for Sleazy. The fair man. The wrestling show. Thank you so much for watching. Peace. Fuck Dave Meltzer. Fuck Kenny Omega. A hot dog's on a sandwich, you fat fuck. A sub is on a sandwich, you fat fuck. And I guess Sleazy wants me to watch a women's match that's 94 stars. It would have been a thousand in the Tokyo Dome. And I and he wants me to come all over like he did. I'm a truth that you seem to run from. I'm an army of one. I'm a clip in your gun. <laughs>